Brotaku Men of Culture Games Weekly Episode 12 recorded January 20th, 2020. I'm your host Aaron, joined as always by my good pal and buddy old goodness Jordan. Hello there. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. I just got off of work and it's crazy. By the way, if you have a big table, say like 12, 13 people, please make a reservation. For, Why? So just serve me. Just serve you. It's if you come in at three o'clock, and you have thirteen people, chances are there's probably only one or two servers on during that time. And if more people come in, and everyone has the same idea, it gets a little rough. So, so you had multiple big tables. Yes, we had a reservation that okay. we were prepared for. You had the good one, the yeah. good people. And then more people came in. It was a group of thirteen people, and they wanted a table. No, and I was like, do you have a reservation? Like, nope. Like, okay. Guess I'm staying late. Yeah, guess I'm staying here later. That sucks. I had today off. You had today? I was wondering. Martin Luther King had a dream. That's the reason why we were were really busy at our restaurant today. Yeah, you probably had a lot of kids and stuff for schools and all that. Not as much, no. No? No, and I didn't get the demographic I thought I was going to get, honestly. Interesting. Well, with it being Martin Luther King Day, I, I would hate to say I don't think... His dream is a reality yet. We still got some work <laughs> I, yeah, to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you really think about it, I think we were still. I don't know. I saw a post earlier that like the first like uh, interracial like school and stuff like that, like, the first uh, black woman to go to like an all white school was like in the 1960s. If you think about that, that wasn't too far ago. No, ago. it really like, wasn't. Like what, 50 years ago? Yeah, like 60. 2020 now. They, they told me, uh, they said the first woman, that that person that attended, is only in her 60s right now. That's how far ago it was. That's and people crazy. are like, it was, slavery was a long time ago. And I'm like, it's been consistent for a long time. Anyway, not going to get too much into we'll, that. We'll um, yeah. hard veer off this topic <laughs> as it's gone a little... Where, where it normally goes. Yeah, it's Martin Luther King it's, Jr. It's, Day. That's not what this show is about. we gotta, important, we got to mention a little important bit. Important conversation, but not what this yeah. show is about. That's, that's a different thing altogether. Jordan, we've got a hefty show. A lot of bad news. We're going to be talking about a lot of delays. I had to add a news item up here on the TV screen. And plus, there's, uh, with all the delays, yeah, I was just about to mention that too. I saw a lot of uh, news articles just scrolling through my Facebook feed, and I was going to bring that up, and I'm, I'm glad that it's on here too. A lot of delays, uh, certain people being at E3, certain people not being at E3. Mm-hmm. Jordan, we're going to have to dig into some Smash Brothers talk. Oh, heck yeah. But That's... first, we'll begin the show as we always do with what have you been playing? I have been playing, first of all, I, I finished my second playthrough of um, a Fire Emblem. You better keep going. <laughs> yeah, I, I got two more left and there's a new DLC one and we'll talk about that later because it kind of correlates with Smash too. Um, that we'll talk about. Uh, a lot of that, still love Fire Emblem. It's still a huge, I wouldn't say waste of my time, but video games are usually just a pleasant waste of time if you think about it, uh, unless you're making money off of it. I mean, which we are. Un- so. Unlike our ancestors, we don't have to go hunting for our food. It's true. We got a lot of spare time, really. We don't, <laughs> they, we're like, oh, the sun's going down. Time to go home and sleep. Time to, time to get to the cave, make sure the fire's going. Yeah, that's a good point, Make actually. sure Bill wakes up so he can fight off the hyenas. <laughs> Bill, you're on guard. You're on hyena duty this year. <laughs> um, I, was, I was starting to play Star Wars The Old Republic again. The oh, last okay. couple of days I've been going on and just kind of uh, just playing around with it a bit. They released a new race. It's the Nautilans, I believe. Okay. And that's what Kid Fisto is. Uh, if anyone's ever heard of him, he's just big, bug-eyed, like, tentacles for hair dude. And you could do male or female, and they could be any monster. And they're free. They're free. Very completely nice. unlocked. And I'm playing on Preferred right now, which means I put a, I've put been subscribed, and I put right. a little money into it. It really doesn't take that much to become Preferred. I think it's yes. only like 10 bucks. Exactly. And you're going to spend that much money. Trust me. Like, the game's really cool, and it's got an amazing cosmetics, so... Yeah, if you want to spend a little bit, and preferred status really isn't that bad. Like it's, it's it's a good, it's worth it if you're into the game to spend fourteen bucks and unlock all the expansions for exactly. subscribing for a month. That too, uh, I don't. There's nothing like wrong with it, and you get to keep all of those, uh, all those things that you earned because uh, I believe you have to have you have to be subscribed to get some of the certain slots for like uh, the transmog system. Uh, I got to keep all of mine. They're not locked behind a paywall or anything like that. Even after I, I unsubscribed, uh, I can use them all the way I want to. 
It's gotten better. It was. It has. That free-to-play model was hot garbage when they first switched. It was. And a lot of them are, honestly. Like, I remember in WoW, WoW still has a garbage free-to-play uh, model. Well, I mean, they don't want you playing free to play. Yeah, it's play the whole they, game. It's yeah. not what they depend on. They're it's one of the true. few. They're one of the few MMOs that get away with both because mm-hmm. they charge you a subscription fee, and then they're like, "Hey, you see this awesome rat mount that would make a cool in-game reward? Nah, six months subscription, please." <laughs> oh man, you're digging. You're taking some pot shots pretty early. Well, in the, you know, <laughs> I, I'm feeling feisty today, Jordan. Well, we're we're gonna get there. It's gonna yeah. get even worse. Uh, I've been playing Hades as well. More of that. Still fun. I just, I got a winning streak going on right now, and it's made me terrified to play the game further because I'm like, what if I lose this time? And I'm like, oh, but it's so fun, and it's an early access, and then it's there's another update coming in a couple of days. I'm gonna check that out too. Yep, they've got that timer you mentioned last week. That's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, you said I think you said nine days last time. Yes. so we're pretty close here. We're coming about yes, and the last thing that I have been playing is um, I've been getting back into Pokemon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I picked that back up because my friend uh, Emily was playing it, and I got really interested in it again because uh, if you have more friends, the max raid battles are doable, and you can just <laughs> spend a whole night just running through them, and it's it's worth it. But if you're by yourself, you just look at it and you're like, I can't beat this. You thing mean by our myself. boy, our boy Magikarp? And <laughs> yeah, the work. Isabel with the Magikarp with the Focus Sash and Hydro Pump. It doesn't work. And the EV helping yeah. hand. I'm like, yeah, I'm like you're gonna do a little, you're gonna add a little bit more damage. And I was also grinding the battle tower oh. uh, that they had, and now I got ma- hard. I got oh. max rank in the singles in that. Uh, it's really fun. It's not like it, it's weird because in professional play you don't just kill things in one hit, especially if, because you're like you're all using the same Pokemon more or less, and they're all like overpowered. Uh, and they've been trained up. Yeah, but you really had to work on it to get your one hit KOs in the battle tower. Like I had to like swap out on an Excadrill because they don't the big thing is they don't let you they do this preview thing during the normal game where it's like hey he's about to send out a Charizard what do you want to switch your Pokemon to counter his like okay yeah let's send out my Blastoise and then you just wipe the floor with them because you predict you read his mind or he what I like to think of better is he goes like hey yo I'm about to send out my Charizard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like okay, I'm gonna send them. Thanks my for the information, pal. <laughs> yeah, but they don't let you do that in the battle tower. Uh, they don't even show you what the team is on the other side. Is um, they just say this? Is, I'm sending this one out, and now you have to use your your noodle, your noggin. The worst. Yeah, it, you have to actually think about it because I I've lost some battles in the battle tower. Like Le- uh, Leon, the champion of the game, like he he ends up like I think every ten games. He fights you, and he's got, like, different things each time, and they have, like, actual, like, competitive items on them and stuff. Like, I was, like, I was, I was fighting him, and he was bringing out all these moves that I didn't think he would, and he actually beat me one time. And I was, like, wow, it's nice insane. Put, sprinkle that into the actual game here or there. It's true, yeah. <laughs> but the Battle Tower's always been, like, hey, if you want to keep playing this game, like, like, as a challenge, this is where it's at. It's not, like, gated, but it was the same thing last generation the generation before that. Even, like, all the way back to, like, Pokemon, the the, the third generation, when they added in the, the Battle Frontier. I think that's when it started, because I don't think Silver had it. I feel like Pokemon could really benefit from a new game plus. It could. It really could. Like, it'd make everything, Let's like, carry everybody and... back over and then up the levels. And then... I mean, yeah, then it can help you level up your Pokemon still, like, going yeah. forward. That's why people love Generation 2 so much, is because your new game plus was Kanto. Like, you, you beat the Elite Four, and you're like, okay, what do I do now? It's like, oh, by the way, there's this whole new world. Everything's going to be, like, 60 to 80 now, by the way. And they put that in the original Game Boy cartridges. Yeah, it's in, it's it's really insane. I, I hope they they think about it. I don't. I need to look at the numbers later to see how much they sold. If it was actually like a, a pay decrease to release another like a previous region on a game. I mean, you probably made all the money you were going to off the other ones. People are going to buy the new one. It was a while. I think it it got released in like two thousand one, right? It was like six years after the original games have been released. I think it was a little bit, yeah. Yeah. So, so I I, I have to look into that because at this point. I think they could just... I like the, how they went with the DLC route, honestly. Yeah, for and sure. I think we need a... We can talk about that later. About, like, hey, do you want to buy a third game that's kind of like like 
seventy percent of the old games, but like a little bit of content, or you just want to shell out like fifteen to twenty bucks for some new content. And I think we talked about it in the episode where I was really down on Pokemon when I first finished it. Where yeah, I would really, I would rather Pokemon be a platform at this point and then just sell me like a sixty dollar whole new game that just adds on to the other one. Yeah. Like, You've got the train station, like at an airport or something. I, I Get thought on the, airport, the train station fly on yeah. over, you know. But I saw that and I was like, I didn't use this the whole game. I only like used it once, and then I was like, they're probably gonna do something. They just walk it. everywhere. But and I think that's how you're gonna access the new zones. Yeah, that is how you're gonna access the new zones. And um, I think you talked about it. You're like, why can't this game just be the whole like the whole game just be the wild zone? Well, guess what? The, it's going to the be. yeah, the DLC. It's just all wild area. I like the that whole a lot. Thing. So yeah, I'm really because then you can forward. play with your friends too. Yeah, which I wonder if some of that tomorrow starts the open alpha for that Temtem game, which a lot of people on YouTube, I mean a lot of people like the five or six people I pay yeah. attention to, <laughs> that were very down on Pokemon are really high on it. Like they've been playing the closed alpha. Yeah, and I saw it was really good. I saw that, and I I didn't click on the video, but I remember what you were talking about before because we talked about it a little bit, and I don't think you're gonna. You're not gonna migrate away from Pokemon, like like we they made you mad this time. Like people that are listening and they were mad about Sword and Shield. They they pissed you off a little bit here. Well, you'll be back. They're gonna release another Pokemon game. You're gonna be back. I don't care how angry you are, how angry you get about video games. If like Mario, like oh no, that's a that's a bit extreme of an example. I was gonna say if Mario came out as gay right like tomorrow, you'd still pick up the game and stuff like that. Even if even if you hated them, but I think that would be too extreme of an example. But, I but mean, something along the lines. It's one of those things if they drop the ball again though, and this is good. True. This get is interesting. this is the yellow this is the yellow light. We're like okay, you get one, you get one game freak. This is your one. And I like some of the cool things Temtem's doing. Like all the battles are dual battles. Like from the beginning, you can actually play through with a friend where each of you control because one dual of them battles the is the way to go. Honestly, like when they released that, and it, that's what all competitive play is for the most part is just dual battles, and it works. It's cool, and I like the way they have a stamina system for your attacks, and it's their way of getting around just spamming your most powerful attack over and over again. Yeah, like your stronger moves will use more stamina, and if you run out of stamina, you got to spend the next turn resting ah. to get your stamina back. So just kind of interesting things. That's their way of trying to get around you, just like. One-shotting everything. Yeah, that makes sense because Pokemon, the stronger moves only have like five power points is what they're called, PP. Um, PP. But five hits can wipe out an entire team. Yep. <laughs> like, especially since you can boost the, the amount of uh, points you can get. And then you can also, I mean, there's ways around it. Protect. Uh, there's an ability called pressure that makes you use more of a move. But honestly, it's 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 too risky. Like you're gonna you're gonna wipe the whole team just with the, that one move. Yeah. I agree. And another thing they said too, like the health pools are larger in Temtem because they don't want you just one shotting everything. They actually want it to be like True. a back and forth kind of battle. like an actual like in the anime Pokemon yeah. game, like when they fight each other or like Pokemon pri- like black and white two back. <laughs> it's true. It, it, I can't explain to you the childhood like trauma I would get. When we would watch how slowly, like, we, we would see a Pokemon and we would hit it, and then we would see that health bar just slowly go. I'm like, oh, my God, what? how much does this guy have? And there was some tension back in the it day. It was, like, and I then was, it would stop right yep. at the red, and you're like, oh. <laughs> you're like, don't miss, don't miss. Yeah. <laughs> we kept using Fire Blast because we, we all thought, like, oh, no, if it's, everything can miss, so whatever. Like, no. No, that has a higher chance of missing than most moves. <laughs> So I, I can't relive that, but I still remember it. It's still deep in there. Still so I'm excited about that. I, I might uh, take a look at that. All right. So I messed around with Hearthstone just a, just a smidge. <laughs> I saw that just Facebook Just a teeny post. tiny smidge. Um, everybody's too good at the game, and the only way to unlock more cards is to actually beat people. Like, you don't... There's not enough, like, mich- daily missions. There's no catch-up mechanic, honestly. To just do anything. Yeah, that's it's, what it's they missing. want you to make money. So I have switched over to a game that had a more fulfilling single-player Yu-Gi-Oh! Loop. Duel Links. Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. I've uh, been messing around with that a little bit. Uh, I like it a lot because it, it's Peter. it starts you with the more traditional stuff. There are synchros and all that in the game, but it's you don't really have At least where I'm at in the game, you don't have to use them because... And synchros just, aren't that bad. It's when, it's when you start getting into like pendulums and, and stuff right. like that. That's where it's the, Synchros are just... Fusions without 
uh, polymerization, honestly. So the um, my biggest issues with the game, and it's part of what the game is supposed to be because it was made as a cell phone game. I'm playing it on the PC. Um, you only have 4,000 life points, which in normal Yu-Gi-Oh! started at 8,000. And there's only three monster areas and three spell and trap card areas as opposed to five. Interesting. Yep. So it, it's just supposed to help speed the games up. But I, I've noticed that there's also not a second. There's not. There's also not like a second standby phase after your battle. So you have to do everything before you enter combat phase because once you're done with that, you end your turn. Um, right now, uh, right now I'm just one shotting like everything by a not insignificant margin. I'm just throwing out like high co- like high attack monsters that are no cost, like no summon costs, and just do you still have to shop. do you have to tribute still? Yeah, you still have to tribute summon and stuff. And really, that's that's where my strategy is. I'm just all like, if I have if I have monsters strong enough to get through your monsters to stop you from tribute summoning, you're never going to be able to play anything that bothers me. And then in the meantime, because all my stuff is so like I'm playing like. 1500 attack or more like one like no cost tribute cost monsters yeah then i you know occasionally i'll just be like oh i'll tribute to some of my blue eyes white dragon because i'm playing a set kaiba for people that are listening that have never played Yu-Gi-Oh before it's a it's a trading card game and when we mean by tribute is in order monsters would have levels and to get to higher level ones i believe it starts at five yes you would have to tribute another different monster on the field to yeah. summon it out it's stars so Anything up to four stars, you can just play. Five and six, sorry, you have to tribute summon one monster. Seven and eight is two monsters. Anything more is three. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, I can't imagine ever getting to the point where you need a three tribute monster. I don't think you game. can, not with the game that you're playing. There's only three slots. <laughs> I mean, slots. you can, yeah. You just have to have all three slots filled up. Exactly. And then you would just take your time. You would only be able to get one Egyptian god out, if yeah. you think about it. Which and are, which are powerful garbage. cards. Yeah. I mean, in actual Yu-Gi-Oh, they're garbage. I mean, Obelisk is good. He can't just, like, grab people, suck up their energy. and. <laughs> I remember that scene <laughs> for the anime. It's so stupid. <laughs> and Raw, you can just play Raw. You don't have to say some, like, funny thing to su- get him to come out of his egg. I mean, that was pretty cool, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, back in the day, I think I, I used to role-play that I, stuff I, with my friends. I was about to say, I learned that one time, and I beat Phil in a duel because I made him do that. <laughs> I was like, Phil, you can't use the Winged Dragon of Raw unless you say his little You gotta thing. see the angle. Do you have... <laughs> I can just picture you, him putting down Winged Dragon of Raw and you're like, do you know the incantation, Phil? <laughs> well, you know what? You gotta know the incantation. Yeah, it's like, if you, you can't summon him if you don't know the saying, man. Freaking Merrick had it tattooed on his back. I was about to say, well, I think I, the first beat, <laughs> bit was like, Great Beast of the Sky, please hear my cry. Transform <laughs> myself from Orb of Light and bring me victory in this fight. Wow! That was only the first part, though. Because that that was the part he used in the duel against Mai, when Merrick dueled Mai yeah, to bring it out. I am, and then there was like the rest of it later to unlock its full power. I, I was going to say I'm flabbergasted that you remember that, and then I realized I still remember some Naruto hand signs. So... It's not surprising to me at all. I've got a giant it. laser chicken. You've got some ninja moves, you know? Yeah, I mean, it all works out. It all came from the same cloth around we're, the same time. We're going to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other major game I've been playing, I picked up Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Really? Which is billed as an action RPG Dragon Ball Z game. How does that go? It, it's an arena fighter. It's an arena fighter? <laughs> I, I figured um, it would end up that It's way. very good. It's got some... RPG elements. There's like an open, a pseudo open world where it has different zo- large zones you can go to. Yeah. Uh, you collect these orbs out in the overworld, which gives you a reason to explore a little bit. The problem is these orbs come back, so it's not like you're just looking for all the orbs in a per- specific zone. Yeah. And the crafting for like food that gives you attack bonuses and stuff like that. Um, they're really easy to come by. The cool part about the food, though, is like the first time you use a food, it will give you a permanent stat increase. But then, like future times, it'll just give you a temporary one. So there is a reason to make the food every time. I'm kind of running into this issue. I just finished the Saiyan Saga, which is the first saga of Dragon Ball Z, where there's no reason to really grind side stuff other than the story. There are side quests and stuff, and it's kind of neat as a Dragon Ball Z fan to see interactions between characters that really didn't have it. For example, there's a side mission where Gohan's helping Baba out. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of neat to just, since they never really interact, to see them interact. But it doesn't really give you enough experience. Like, the game just gives you an art, like, the the levels are almost arbitrary just because the game will give you enough experience doing the main mission to bump you up to whatever you need to be So the side missions would be your interest yeah 
solely. Uh, j- yeah, and that's that's where this comes in, where I think this is a game for Dragon Ball Z fans, not really the other way. It is a good way to experience the story. The story seems well-paced. There's not as much... There, there's filler in the sense of they need to deal, like draw out a game. I mean, I did the first saga, and I'm already like six hours into the game. So it, 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 dra- it drags it out in a good way, I feel. Um, I never played Xenoverse, which this game has a very similar I combat have. style to. Yes. So I don't know if you've played Xenoverse, played if you would be super interested in playing Dragon Ball Z again, again. with this again, combat again, thing. again. But yeah. I like, but I again, I skipped Xenoverse, so this combat's new to me. I enjoy it. It's it's simple. There's not a lot of thought to it. It can feel very button mashy, but you know, it's it's a. I think this. This is the first time that th- three-dimensional fighting is really quick for me in a Dragon Ball Z game. I'm a big Budokai 3 guy, so like I always enjoy oh, I the remember. 2D fighting style. <laughs> and I, I still think that's the best Dragon Ball Z game that I've ever played. But this one looks very beautiful. Like I said, it just it's not really for new fans, necessarily. Like I think if you got into Dragon Ball Z and you were playing this game, you wouldn't be as into it. Just because so much of the side stuff is just little like nuggets for people who are into it already. Well, that's something that we can talk about on our other show that we will start eventually. 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 is because I think for new people wanting to get into Dragon Ball Z, I don't think that's a good show to get into, honestly. I think you had to be, like, born. It's like being a Cubs fan pre, like, 2016. Like, no one became a Cubs fan. You were kind of just born it. And it's the same thing with Dragon Ball Z. Like, you don't just like, hey, this is pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. It's not a good gateway anime. Especially since there's a lot of stuff that you have to, like... I think you had to almost have to grow up with it, honestly. Because it... Like, the pacing for a lot of it is... Maybe Kai is better. I never really watched Kai. Kai is better, but, but they cut out... They, like, censor it. Like, it's Ooh. a lot of, like, the... Like, more adult themes, like... Someone getting, like, a whole blast in their chest. That's just... And they cut out the best episode, which is when Goku and Piccolo drive cars. That is the best episode. Which, I'm not there yet, but totally in this game. It's in this game? Yep. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm going to be tearing up the roadways. That's what I wanted... But I my complaint about Kakarot, the reason why I wasn't going to buy it, it's not just because, you know, I already own Xenoverse 1 and 2. And I like those games. They're really cool. You get to create your own character, and you get to experience those things yourself. Um... And there's a huge amount of customization. Like you can you can choose what like famous moves you want to put in your character and stuff. Show me your moves. And it's pretty awesome. I mean, you're gonna be a Super Saiyan, but you could be the Freezer race, or you could be you know the Majin race or whatever like that. Um, but there's only there's only so many times you can go through the Dragon Ball Z story and still stay interested in playing through it. Because you know what's going to happen next. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. And that's definitely working to my advantage. It's been a good five or six years before I've, since I've like played through a game or had the story told yeah, to me. So there we go. It's a very good, like this just came around at a good time for me. I'm enjoying it. Um, I wouldn't necessarily it recommend good, running yeah. out to buy it. But you know, if it's ever on sale or you want to rent it, I think, it, I think a as a Dragon Ball Z fan, it will be, you won't find it a waste of your time. Oh, that's a good, that's a good recommendation. All right. We will move on to the news. Jordan, we have seven news items, as we teased. A lot of these are going to be delays. (laughs) But first, we'll start with Sony. As always, number one, during the recording of our last episode, Sony seems to do this a lot to us, where they'll announce... There's probably something being announced right now. Um, (laughs) Sony announced that they will once again, for a second year in a row, be skipping E3, which came as a shock to many, considering they will be launching the PlayStation 5 later this year. My roundup comes from IGN's Matt Kim. Sony said in a statement to IGN, quote, After thorough evaluation, SIE has decided not to participate in E3 2020. We have great respect for the ESA as an organization, but we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we are focused on this year. We will build upon our global event strategy in 2020 by participating in hundreds of consumer events across the globe. Our focus is on making sure fans feel part of the PlayStation family and have access to play their favorite content. We have a fantastic lineup of titles coming to the PlayStation 4, and with the upcoming launch of PlayStation 5, we are truly looking forward to a year of celebration with our fans. End quote. E3 going the way of the dodo, Jordan. I don't I think, think it's this... like any time in the next few years, but it's yeah. gotten smaller and smaller. I think there's a good reason for that. I think this is pretty smart, honestly. 
this is what I would do if I was the head of a major corporation. In the day of the internet, why share the spotlight when you can just pick a random day, put out a video that you control? Exactly. And plus, <laughs> you don't have to have it be outshadowed uh, by anything else. And you have the counter... Uh, you have the counterattack. Like, anything that Xbox or Microsoft puts out, like the, everyone can be like... Or, like, they could hate it in the PS4, which they've done before. PlayStation, they're notorious for, like, hey, they suck. Check this out. And then they, they you could probably see them in the background, like, putting away some crap that they were going to do that they saw someone else do, and they're like, no, 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 no. I don't think it's lost in Sony's <laughs> mind how bad they embarrassed Xbox last time. That's Xbox went first yeah. and said, here's the Xbox. It's $499. You have to have Connect. You have to have an online connection. You can't share your games. And Sony came out the next day and buried them. $400 yes. cheaper console. You can share your games just by handing the box over to a friend. It was... Yes. That was I, I know we've talked about this before, but it's it was crazy. I've never seen anything like yeah. that. I'm gonna, this, I believe this is a setup for some more commercial assassination. <laughs> I think they're, they, fi they figured out the formula. But I almost feel like it could be a defense. Because we don't know anything about the PlayStation 5 games. And Xbox is killing it with services going into this next generation. So Sony really needs to bring the games. Because they're, they're banking on their games and their studios. Which... I would if I were them too, but we as the consumer just don't know much. Well, that's right another now. thing too is if they don't have anything concrete or solid that they can bring to the table right now, why risk it? So just take the L on this one and then release it on, like they said, smaller, more intimate venues so that people feel more connected with it. They're like, oh, did you hear about like back in the New York store? Like they just announced this blah, 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 blah. It's better than E3. E3 is just a bunch of bells and whistles, honestly, in my opinion. And not even good ones, either. I'll still be excited about it when it comes around, though. I mean, yeah, people will still watch it. I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> because not everybody is gone. Number two, moving on to Microsoft news. Hot off the news that Sony would not be at E3, Microsoft's Phil Spencer quickly took to his Twitter to announce that Xbox would once again be there in full force. <laughs> Quote, our team is hard at work on E3. We look forward to sharing with all who love to play what's ahead for us. Our art form has consistently been propelled by the cross-section cross of creativity and technical progress. 2020 is a milestone year in that journey for Team Xbox, end quote. So I, I'm thinking e back. E3 is going to be their big thing. Like They might have an event before then, like showing off the box, but I think E3 is when we get price and date and all that. Yeah, this is where they strike back. Honestly, with all the extra room with Sony and not being there, they need to put a little extra effort into it. Uh, and if they come in with the same sauce they were going to when Sony was going to show up, they're not going to survive very long. In my opinion, Like these, this is just like common battle tactics. Like, if they give you an opportunity so they can strike later, like, bring something more. I just, this is so interesting to me because last time it was definitely like Sony versus Microsoft directly. It doesn't quite feel like that to me anymore. Like, this feels like Sony, who is still all in on hardware, versus Microsoft, who really don't care how you play their games. They're just going to give them to you in as many places as they can. They're and more just about accessibility. Yeah. Because you can play them on PC, you can play a lot of their games on Switch now anymore. Like they're slowly moving some of them over with like Ori or Cuphead. Um, That's such a strange change of form. It, when back in the day, you would have never thought PlayStation equals ex exclusivity and Xbox equals availability. Right. <laughs> you would have never thought that back in the day, but that's the way it's going right now. Yep. And. I'm all for it, And man. especially with xCloud, like, there's been a, con a continuing rumor for, like, the past year or so where if they get their streaming down to where they want it with Xbox, they want to put Xbox Live on the Switch and Games Pass. <laughs> and then imagine that. Like, that would be absolutely nuts. I, I think the, the difference between these two systems that they're creating for themselves, because you couldn't... The only difference you could tell between, like, the 360 and the PS3 was, like, hey, what games are on each? And then that's how you would choose whether you want a PS3 or an Xbox right. 360. Now you have that actual... That price at first. And PlayStation price, yeah. 3 caught up in the end, but man, mm -hmm. they shot themselves in the foot. 599 US dollars to get a second job. <laughs> yeah. Giant enemy crab. Mm -hmm. And um, now you have a reason to buy one or the other, in my opinion. If you want if you want more bang for your buck, it's probably going to be three six. I mean, the Xbox. 
And if you want access to more like high quality exclusive game titles and stuff like that, it's probably going to be the PS5. But to that point, and I get that some people like the ease of a box that you just pull out, connect to the internet, it takes care of itself. Yeah. Buy a PC. <laughs> or buy a PC. Buy a PC. Yes. You can do. You can do you all can those do things. Just about everything. Yeah, there's some games on Games Pass that are only on console, but there's some that's only on PC. And you have Steam in the Epic Game Store, and it's just it's crazy how much more options you have yeah. on the PC. Buy a Switch, buy a PC. There you go. You got friends, and you got whatever else you want. Perfect. <laughs> Number three, some Nintendo news, Jordan. Fire Emblem Three Houses will be joining Pokemon Sword and Shield as big 2019 Nintendo games to receive DLC. Heck yeah. My roundup comes from Metro.com that says Fire Emblem Three Houses Cindered Shadows will grace the Switch next month and will be the promised story expansion to the game. Quote, Cindered Shadows involves a secret fourth house of students for you to boss around, who in an unlikely turn of events have been discovered skulking around in the basement of... You want to say that for me? Garrick Mock Monastery. Thank you. Exactly how the Ashen Wolves will interact with the other three houses, if at all, isn't yet clear, but the DLC will be out on the 13th of February, so it's not that long until you get to find out. Oh, quote. thank you, Nintendo, for putting it right before Valentine's Day, so I have an excuse. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is... Um, you mean not having a date isn't an excuse as is? Whoa! I'm wow. sorry. That was, that it's was a little bit of both. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm too busy playing Fire Emblem to get a date, but um, I, Fire Emblem does. You just got to go onto the Fire Emblem Discord and play with <laughs> yeah, them nicely, apparently, I'll right? talk them right up because I, as I'm talking up this game, because the way that Fire Emblem games usually go is, um, at least the last one that they had, Fire Emblem Fates, they had one for one side. And then they had another game for the other side of the store that you'd like to play. And then they had one game that put both of them together that you got for free if you had both games. Like, if you purchased both of them at the same time, you got a third game that had them both together. Okay. And it's the way that this, uh, I think some news just released that I saw on Facebook that says, like, uh, when you go into three houses, you have to select one, the other, or the other, and then blah 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 you have to choose like one of the houses well you better get your your button gear here Jordan. I know, i'm only through two out of the four story modes that are on there right You've now. got what like 20 some days yeah i'm on the third one and this one is like you can have all three houses i believe like the leaders of all three houses and they join you in this new house so that's something you couldn't previously do you had to choose a side and then you would be against the other two but on this one i think you can go all three Plus this new this house. This new house sounds a lot like Hufflepuff. Weak. Needs the other people Dark to be Hufflepuff, friends with yeah. them. There was only like, I only saw like four characters on the DLC package that, that was in part of this quote unquote new house. So I, I threw up Pottermore the day it came out and it was all like, you're in Hufflepuff. And I'm like, I'm not playing Pottermore. <laughs> like, oh, I can see it. I'm probably in Hufflepuff as well. Yeah. and it may, I mean, it makes sense. Not smart enough to be in Ravenclaw. Not brave enough to be in Gryffindor. Not a jerk enough to be in Slytherin. <laughs> Definitely not going to be in Hufflepuff. I'll just be a Muggle. It's fine. Yeah, you're, you'll just stay a Muggle. That yeah. the, the letter will just never come. It comes through the comes through the door and you just rip it over. Like yeah. I know where I'm at. <laughs> I know what I'm, I'm about. Not going to go waste all this money. <laughs> all right, number four. Here we go. Tis the season for delays, and we have a few of them for you. Starting with the Final Fantasy VII remake. Shocker. According to Polygon's Charlie Hall, the hotly anticipated. An already delayed multiple times game will receive yet another delay, although this time it will be a short one out of March until April 10th, 2020. The official announcement was made on Square's blog and said the following, quote, We know that many of you are looking forward to the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake and have been waiting patiently to experience what we have been working on. In order to ensure we deliver a game that is in line with our vision and the quality that our fans have been waiting for deserve, we have decided to move the release date until April 10th, 2020, end quote. This game was originally announced back nearly five years ago at Sony's PlayStation Experience in 2015, so what's another month at this point if it really, truly helps polish the game, Jordan? Um, sorry to all those people that got a crunch another month now, though. I really don't mind, honestly. Like, we, we had complaints about games getting... We had, like, a couple of years of games that were being released unfinished so the what was the solution for that a better track of time probably not <laughs> they're probably just gonna delay the game i'd rather them delay the game than release an unfinished product for sure and that that can be said with all these games yes make a better game however my heart does go out to those developers who 
like one of them even said i think like the cyberpunk news that we'll get to they even said oh part of this is so we don't have to crunch and jason schreier immediately put out something like oh no they're crunching yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're just they just need more time to crunch yes number five square followed up the news of the final fantasy 7 remake delay by announcing that marvel's avengers has also been delayed this is according to jay nyla over at evo Evo Stick Strix. <laughs> what? I, and I gotta say this again later. Why do I do this to myself? Jane Nyla Evo Strix. Okay. Avengers will see a much larger delay of four months, pushing the game from May 15th until September 4th, 2020. Crystal Dynamics, the developer, said the following Quote, At Crystal Dynamics, our ambitions has always been to deliver the ultimate Avengers gaming experience. In order to achieve that goal, we have made the difficult decision to move the release date of Marvel's Avengers to September 4th, 2020. As fans ourselves, it's an honor and privilege to work with these legendary characters, and we know that these superheroes mean what we know what these superhero means to us and true believers around the world. When we set out to bring you our vision for Marvel's Avengers, we committed to delivering an original story-driven campaign, engaging co-op, and compelling content for years to come. To that end, we will spend this additional development time focusing on fine-tuning and polishing the game to our high standards that our fans expect and deserve, end quote. All this is really good news for this game because when it was last shown off, it looked like a pile of hot garbage. I know it previewed a little bit better behind closed doors, but this just looked like a beat-em-up game. Like, cool, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's what the Avengers are. They just beat stuff up. One thing I'll say with all these game <laughs> delays, they're really pushing up against next-gen now. Like, some of these games should probably just go next gen hmm curious I, I mean i know a lot of the like ps4 will have over 100 million units in the wild to sell to which is probably still more appealing but man what's what's the ball yeah for, for go, some of these games i'm definitely glad i'm a pc gamer yeah <laughs> uh go watch our last episode everyone where we talk about you know there might be a uh, uh what are those called like uh i had a theory that they would be pushing back not that they'd be pushing back the games, but kind of like they're they're spreading it out. It's that time of year. Yeah, it's a de- it's a dead year until the new until and, the new stuff comes out. Uh, You're gonna get DLC, and that's pretty much it. Well, and September is shaping up to be quite the month, Jordan, because number six, keeping up with the bad news, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed out of March until September 17th, 2020. They posted a tweet to their Twitter, which contained the following message: "Quote." We are currently at the stage where the game is complete and playable, but there's still work to be done. Night City is massive, full of stories, content, and places to visit. But due to the sheer scale and complexity of it all, we need more time to finish playtesting, fixing, and polishing. Crunch. (laughs) Crunching. We want Cyberpunk 2077 to be our crowning achievement for the next generation, and postponing the launch will give us the precious months we need to make the game perfect. Crunch. So, yeah, uh, like I said, um, good that games are getting delayed to be better, but, man, that's this one specifically, like, this is for crunch. These people are not going to see their families for four more months now. It's kind of strategic, too, from a, from, a, uh, from a business standpoint, from, like, a sales standpoint, because the closer you are to the holidays, the more sales you're going to get immediately. Like, the ones that delayed until September... Like, that's pretty smart. September's a nice time. I mean, um, the ones getting in May, like, that's right before, like, summer break. People are going to play that game. You know, people are going to have money saved up or they're going to be getting money for that. Yeah, but you think here, now you're cutting in next-gen money. People are saving up for the consoles. That'll probably come out, like, a month or two later. I don't think that stuff really matters, honestly. It's If it's going to happen, it's going to happen, in my opinion. If you followed our advice and buy a PC and just play this game on PC. Once again, <laughs> under this next bullet point, buy a PC. Solving issues. Jordan, number seven, a new story that made it in kind of late, even though it was announced last Friday. I just missed it. Um, I will be reading straight from Michael McWeeder from Polygon. Iron Man VR has been delayed until May. The game was previously set to launch in February. The PlayStation VR game... Uh, will let players slip into Tony Stark's Iron Man suit needs more time in the lab. Developer Camouflage announces on Friday that the game has indeed been delayed. Uh, quoting their Twitter, in order, to give, uh, in order to deliver on our vision and meet the high expectations of our amazing community, we've made the difficult decision to move Marvel's Iron Man VR to May 15th, 2020. 
We truly appreciate your patience and understanding. You'll be hearing from us again soon, end quote. So yeah, just a bad week for delays. <laughs> and they all use the same word and jargon when they're delaying their games. I feel like they just take like little strips of the same sentences and they like mix it up and like, okay, when we... Uh, to complete our vision, we regret to announce that we will be delaying uh, put blank here until further notice. It's an ad lib. It's like yeah. ad libs with it. <laughs> That's what it feels like right now. Especially when you line them up all in a row like we just got right in this past week. Indeed. That's it for news, Jordan. No emails this week, but if you wanted to email us, where could you do that? You could do it at brotakumoc at gmail.com. Now, some people sitting here might be all like, but guys, you missed some T's news. It's not news. It's the whole topic of the week. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers had their character announcement direct. Um, we'll just go through the news first, and then we're going to settle in. Good. We're going to settle in. I'm ready to fight. Super Smash Brothers announced Blythe from Fire Emblem. Byleth. 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 Blythe. Byleth. Okay. Byleth shows how much I care. <laughs> Sneak peek. <laughs> Byleth from Fire Emblem Three Houses joins the battle. The final character of Fighter Pass 1. It will release January 28th, bringing the total number of Fire Emblem characters up to eight, or roughly a tenth of the roster. <sighs> Fighter Pass 2 will have six fighters spread out over the next two years. All six fighters have already been determined, according to Sakurai. It will be available for twenty nine ninety nine US dollars, and there will probably be more Fire Emblem characters. You know why? I hope so. <laughs> uh, new stages, me costumes, including Cuphead and Assassin's Creed. You know, more interesting characters that could have been added. Shooters. Dark Samus. Sword fighters. Dark Samus and Simon <laughs> Belmont Amiibo will become out and will probably only be available for one day on January 17th because they never make enough of them. And finally, there will be a new mode, and this is probably the most exciting news for me, yeah, called Tag Team Mode. And it looks like it will work as a stock mode, but every life is a different character you select. Jordan, Byleth is a waste of space. Get bent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me talk to you about the pedigree of Fire Emblem, all right? Let me tell you why oh, there's Sakurai so many of these. He did it himself. Done that to me. Yes, he did it himself. And I will give him... He trolled this so hard. He's, He's like, super I knew you guys weren't expecting another Fire Emblem character, but surprise! And he, it was in the trailer. He was uh, in the animated one with the actual characters. She was like, oh, too many swordsmen are there? What were you going to do about that? And then Violet just turns into a, a woman. And then she's like, oh, that's pretty clever. And then she drops three other types of weapons down. That is not a sword. I, I do want to go on record here. And just say, I am not against this character in general. I don't think this is how you should have sent out a pass. Like, I feel like if you wanted to do Byleth, you should have put him in, like, earlier. And I feel like Banjo-Kazooie would have been, like, it was a big, like, hoorah. Like, that would have been even better, like, at the end of a pass. This and, just feels like such a bummer to go out with before you have to spend well, more money. You know what, Aaron? I, I had this conversation with one of my friends, uh, and... Net, upon further reflection, and because that's what he brought up, he was like, just seems like a really bad way to end the past and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? You got a point. The fact that the placement, the timing of this character putting down is not that good. Okay, whatever. And I guess it would have made a difference if Banjo was put in, in last, but I think people still would have been about 80% upset as they are now. I was about to say, overall, I wasn't blown away by this fight pass at all. Like, I mean, I know at a certain point they've only got so much they can pull from. But, like, I like Joker, and I liked Banjo-Kazooie. The other three were, I can't wait, the hero. Well, this is this like, is what I was talking about, because some people were saying that this is the argument about, oh, another Fire Emblem character. And I'm like, okay, let me, let me, let me go another back. another Pokemon. Come on. <laughs> you you have three in one, okay? Shut up. Give me a Pokemon <laughs> trainer too. <laughs> rename, From a different region. Yeah. yeah, rename him Red. Give me Crystal or oh somebody. Would that be fun? I, I hate you. No, it wouldn't be fun. It'd just be samey. They had the same moves. No, you could make them different. You every could... every starter has the same moves. I don't care that Sakurai's <laughs> about ready to kill himself over making this game. Figure something out. No, he's fine. He's trolling us at this point. He's above it all. He's like, I know you're going to be mad at this. lost his mind. Who cares? You guys suck. He's counting a binary he down until he... lost his mind. 
This man doesn't want to make Smash Brothers anymore. He Jordan, doesn't, and we're forcing him to make Smash yeah, Brothers. Yeah, it's true. We're like bleeding him out. Like he's got he's got it hooked up underneath the desk. Like blood's going <laughs> into a Switch console, and it's producing more Smash characters. It's coming out of his body as we speak. They're just chopping him up into little pieces and making more DLC characters out of it. And that's that's what makes me mad is that he wanted to be done after Melee. He's like, just so afraid of the game being in the wrong hands. He's afraid of the game being in the wrong hands, and this is how they were panned. This is like, this is the George Lucas syndrome. This is like, if George Lucas did create more movies, they would hate on that too. But they would hate it even more if someone else did it, which is what happened. So oh, there's George. no pleasing this this uh, this otaku community. I'm not even going to say otaku, but that's like a vast majority, honestly. Is that what our people are going to be called? Yeah. Like if you listen to this, you're otakuits? No, they're, they're otakuits. No, they're also brotakus. We're all brotakus, if you're listening to this. but And don't worry, I've thought about it. If we ever have a lady on the show, we will be men and women of culture that day. Men and don't women worry about of it. This is flexible. Yes. Mankind of culture. Um, Maybe that'll be safer in case we get like somebody non-binary. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone like that in my life. But we might meet somebody. Perhaps, yes. Through the show. Maybe they send us an email. If You you know what? If you want to be on the show, send me an email. We'll get you in here. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. I would love that. I would love some guest stars. Third chair once, once in a while. while. I mean, yeah. I don't want it to be a consistent thing. I mean, I loved when Seth was here. Yeah, and that was pretty something awesome. to spice it up once in a while. Mm-hmm. We'll even let you pick topic of the show. He would If I didn't have guests over right now, he would probably be sitting down wanting to be on this Smash section right here. Smash. But I, I love Violet. Like I said, I've been playing Free Houses for a while. I love Fire Emblem. Uh, the game's been around since 1998. And it has 17 entries in the series. It's no Pokemon, of course, I guess. But Pokemon has its own fair share of amount of characters in the game. I saw somebody was talking about that, how many Fire Emblem games there have been, and they're all like, ooh, we could add this character next, we could add this character next. There's like, Stop, please. hundreds of characters from Fire Emblem you could add to the game. And they just picked the ones from the recent games, plus Marth and Roy. Marth and Roy are the only ones that are from games like way back in the day. And then... Crom, Lucina, and Robin all came from Fire Emblem Awakenings, which is a game on the 3DS. Uh, Corrin had Fates. That's four. Ike came out on a GameCube game, and it was like uh, Path of Radiance or whatever like that. Uh, so that one was a little older, too. But, okay, now we're at five. Yeah, I and was Byleth. just... It was, gosh, it was such a gut punch to me, and I watched a bunch of my favorite YouTubers, and again, I know small sample size but even they were all like what's it gonna be what's that oh what really and then like the real extra because he's he's so snarky like sakurai and i (laughs) I don't blame him it does make it fun and enjoyable like it's hard to stay mad at the guy but then they show off like look cuphead is a me costume shovel knights and assist trophy if you can get these guys in the game in some way i bet they'd be willing to just let you play as them but it's still it's still a, a video game that people buy and purchase, and it's a it's a great shout out to these indie developers to have their characters in the game. Like it's it's being in Smash is is known for raising sales in any game that these Smash characters come into. They did research on this. Cuphead's on your system. Raise the sales then. Blizzard's trying their hardest to get an Overwatch character inside of Smash because of be how much awesome. Because of how much it boosts the sales on any game that's it. That I think Tracer would be a baller character. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Like thing. have her little pea shooters. Smash could work a lot like Mega Man. You do the quick rewind. Her down B could be like, and that, you know, her down B could just be a counter, and that could be like yeah. the rewind, and she comes in and punches. Smash Brothers is a celebration of gaming. When you go down to it. It's, so please, let's celebrate something other than Fire Emblem. I don't... They, they're still trying to sell a game. They're still trying to sell Three Houses. Three Houses is a, is a product that they worked hard on, and it's a really great game. And you and people that haven't played Three Houses that wanted to get into Fire Emblem are going to like this. And you did mention earlier, like, this totally coincides with the fact that the DLC The DLC announced. is getting announced. That's what I wanted to talk about. They're, they're, this is a big DLC, too. As well, and it's going, it's coinciding, and this is the reason why it probably ended the pack really badly because they wanted to line line it up with the DLC being released, which makes sense, honestly. Not, I, I haven't played a Banjo Kazooie game. Was I still excited when Banjo was uh, was announced? Yeah. Yes, I wasn't. I was excited. Never played a Fatal Fury game in my life. Get that in there every week. Never played a Neo Geo game. 
I was still excited when Terry was announced. I was I I bought the switch off Joker being announced. That one Terry for me wasn't exciting to me personally, but enough people were excited about that yeah. where like I was okay with it. So like in Hero, that's cool. Dragon Quest, uh Toriyama finally gets his his name and he, I think he just designed the characters, right? I think so, something like that. But still, like Dragon Quest, that's awesome. That game's been around for a long time. Like Final Fantasy character, blah blah blah. And then a Fire Emblem character character gets announced and then everyone hates it and i'm like come on guys jordan impromptu on the spot just because this episode's going so quick this week we're gonna make the new roster we're gonna make the next fighter pass you're gonna make the next we're gonna make it this is crazy on the spot six new people six new people i'll start and I'm going to keep banging the drum for my boy. And I know it's difficult because of how hard it was to get clouds Sora's in. not going to get in the Sora. Game. Give me Sora. I don't even want to play a Sora. I just want a damn Sora amiibo. That's so much licensing to have Sora in the game. I mean, yeah, then you run into the you run into the mouse. Why don't we just have Mickey Mouse be the next fighter pass? <laughs> okay, boom. We've got two characters. No, care. I hate it could, that. It could be him from the painting game he was uh-huh. in. And he can beat people up with his paintbrush. I think... Or he could be an assist trophy with Sora. Oh, my God. The people vote. They want Dante as well. And I'm like, just play Marvel versus... At this point, just play Marvel versus Capcom, guys. Do, do like, you seriously. want to use Dante? We'll put no. Sora and Dante? No, no I'm no. going to put Squall from Squall. Final Fantasy. Okay. We'll they Squall stick him the square. Yes. I think they already opened up their bridge. I think it's going to be Squall... I think Tails is going to show up because he's not... That's a good one. He's a spirit. He's not an assist trophy. We know Knuckles and Shadow aren't going to be in the let's, game. Let's not forget about our boy. The the brother who has been completely shamed out of Smash Brothers, who deserves his rightful spot amongst... He would be the god amongst men. I think Waluigi... Waluigi! Would, I think he's going to be the final character they release for Smash. No joke. I think that's how big the meme is. And that would be that would be a good way to send this off. Yeah, I that think would be incredible. And this and the fact that they he were could like, suck. He could be Olimar <laughs> tier. He's probably he gonna suck. Be yeah. Awesome. And it sucks because he's an assist trophy, so that that lowers his chance of being in the game. But I think there's so much fan clapback <coughs> since the start of the game that Waluigi wasn't in it that they're gonna put it in as the final one, maybe as like the vote, like the wild card pick. But well, and that's the interesting thing. He said all six characters have been decided, which means. He's basically being, I want to kill myself. Stop asking for things. <laughs> he actually was like, hey, every it's it's nice to hear who you want. We already decided. Suicide's not a joke. I'm sorry I keep making that a joke. Please get help if you feel that way. We're here for you, but we're not experts. There's expert help out there. Mm-hmm. Please, please. Not to somber this up. But please, I, Sakurai. I, I do realize that I've been making this a joke. It's not a joke. Please stay with us, Sakurai. Uh, create, create all you want. In fact, after this one, I think you can be done. Like you could be done after this. Sakurai, one. everyone's here. You want to be on our podcast? Yeah, Sakurai, join our podcast, man. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll do a whole three hours on. Bring Mac Pat. Bring a. <laughs> Bring the Pope. <laughs> I hear he's in the gaming. Uh, <laughs> my number five, Jordan. Yes, my, the fifth character we'll put in, and then I'll let you have the last spot. I think it would be crazy, very unlikely, but imagine. Master Chief joins Smash Brothers. <laughs> Dude, you could add a Warthog. Like, the Warthog would be his final <laughs> smash, right? Like, he'd jump on the back and just... I don't think the final smash would be the Warthog. I think it would actually be Halo. Shooting a beam onto the planet, destroying it. Destroying all life on Earth. <laughs> and honestly, you know, with Microsoft's willing to play ball with Nintendo, I think that's a Nintendo thing at that point. Like, I think Phil Spencer would be like, please take him. Put him in your game. Our, our star child. It's possible. This is Smash Brothers. <laughs> this is Smash Ultimate we're talking about. Anything could happen. <laughs> At this point, I'm, I'm nitpicking like think, like unlikely ways of something happening and stuff like that. But when it all comes down to it, it could, it could go weird. So there's a couple of characters I would be very excited to see. Yeah, uh, go, go ahead and give us all the ones you would like to see. It doesn't have to be... Spyro would be awesome. Ooh, the Bandicoot. Spyro or the Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot, yes. Those are the ones I'm voting for. And then... That would be hot. Another Kong. I would love to see uh, Tiny Kong in there. I would love to see uh, Chunky Kong. Yeah. (laughs) 
I would love to see Chunky Kong. Oh my goodness, I'd love to see Again, him. Again, we got another Fire Emblem character. What about Chunky Kong? Just, just take your lumps, man. That's what I told my friends. I'm like, you're going to get Byleth no matter what. Because the game just released recently and it was a, it was a big hit. It won, um, what, strategy game of the year. You were going to have someone from Three Houses come in the game. And it sucks. That I, like A lot of people don't like that it was Byleth, but whatever. It was going to happen. I'm sorry, guys. It sucks that it happened on the final slot of the of the first game pass but Byleth was going to come no matter what now let's just focus on what we're getting later on stop stop hating on it you got it you're, you don't have it don't play the character if you don't promise want. i'm still getting Byleth later on jordan so i'm going to complain about that's it. what i'm saying it, just don't just don't play him ban him i don't care he doesn't even have to be a character I'm gonna, I'm gonna that you walk into your house to. and i'll be all like nobody can play Byleth tonight i'm here i mean i'm gonna play i'm gonna main Byleth after i main joker which I told myself I would do. I'm still playing Captain Falcon. I wonder where his uh, amiibo's at. Uh, who's? Jokers. Jokers? That would sell a lot. I'm going to buy that. Those statuettes, not even like an amiibo, like go for a lot. I'll buy me a Joker. From Persona oh. 5. That's another thing they could do. They could do another Persona character. Persona's huge in Japan. Like that's anything so from Shin Megami Tensei. Because like, that's not on Nintendo at all. Like Even Banjo-Kazooie, you can get on a Nintendo console somewhere. And that's what we were going off for a while until we realized... Unless the dancing games count, whatever. A lot of people want Gino from uh, from the Super Mario RPG. Oh, okay. Gino. Good old I, Gino. <laughs> I know I know. my friend Nathan wants that to happen. Uh, or like the the tadpole guy. The, the one who thinks he's a tadpole, but he's a cloud. I forgot his name. But he could be in the game. That'd be pretty cool, I guess. But... These are these are such like no one's gonna go back and play Super Mario RPG because of this. this. You need to think about it from a business standpoint, man. And I know it's the same thing with Banjo Kazooie too. But people have been rooting for that character to be in this game for a long time. What is now that we've made our second fighter pass? Yeah. What is the future of this game? We talked last week about what where does Nintendo go from here with the Switch? Like, can they go back? Sakurai said this is the last time he's putting all the characters in a game. Can you even do another game then, or do you just keep adding on to this one, assuming the Switch just gets a little beefier and beefier with iterations? I think like this... You just keep updating this game. I think you clean up this game. You make it smooth. You make it squeaky clean. And I think this is it. Like This is just Smash Brothers the platform at this yes. point. Yes. I, I don't see a reason to make another one that like i don't think you can one-up this one this is the ultimate version of the game in my opinion it's got everyone it's in the title it's to the point where professional players need to look at the roster to remember every character that's on the it's nuts yeah it's like insane. for somebody like me who doesn't play every week like you do when i play once in a while and i look at the menu i'm like where's my boy i yeah. can't even find him on and there we're anymore. still like that we'll still be going around and and, like, I could sit down and try to name every character on that roster, and I would get pretty close, but I would forget a lot of people. Just because that game is huge. With so many callbacks. Huge. Ice Climbers? Ice Climbers? Really? It was in, like, one game. And then people go around saying, like, oh, three hours and five, Violet doesn't deserve to be in this game. It's got the credentials, Love guys. <laughs> it's, it's an old code, but it works. You know? The, the, Violet, the, the Fire Emblem's been around. It's ancient. It's three year, I think it's three years older, I mean younger, than when the first Pokemon game came out. And that was back in the day. Kill me. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was three days, I mean it was three month, uh, three years after I was born. So it's been around a while. And it's huge popular in Japan. So you gotta think about that too. It's like, oh, Banjo-Kazooie. I'm like, you gotta think about popular things everywhere, not just in, in, in the United States of America. It, it affects everyone. It smashes for everyone. Settle it in Smash. All right. Sakurai, come on over. I challenge you to a Smash Bros. I will match. Cha- I will fight Sakurai. I want Byleth out of the game if I win, though. <laughs> if, if you I, win, I'll never ask for Sora again. I don't want Sora. <laughs> I think he would do well in Smash, honestly. I don't think awesome. it'll happen. You just don't want awesome. I want Spyro. <laughs> I want, that would give be me, pretty cool. Give me Spyro. Spyro would be super cool. Like I his so. recovery would be like a flap, kind of like Kirby. And like Crash Bandicoot would be super easy, and you would please so many people. They're going to make this next Game Pass like amazing, 
And then everyone's going to forget about Byleth, which is like, okay, we did our thing. Until they end the pass with another Fire Emblem character That's not that why. they've added if from they this. End, ex- the what if final... they start the next one with it? Like, it's a character from the DLC. <laughs> I, saw that, I saw that they were like, hey, guess what? Six new Fire Emblem characters. And we're like, ah, you got us. You suck. I, I, and I'm actually, I pre-ordered the first one right away. Because yeah, me too. we knew it was Joker. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need, I think I'm, like, unless that first character You need blow, credentials? Unless that first character blows me out of the water, I'm going to wait for two. I'll get it. Like, I'll definitely get it. I want my game to have the max people for right. people play with me. But yeah. I'm going to hang on on this one because I don't want to just, I don't want to spend $30 and then have two more Fire Emblem characters. Yeah, my, my friends get mad at me for not having Piranha Plant still. And I'm like, I don't want it. I got my boy for free. <laughs> yeah, you you got him for free. I didn't get it because I bought a Switch after Joker. Yeah, was he was he was free with the like you had to register your game within the first month or something. Yeah. And you got him for free. And I did not. I did not have the currency to get that at the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just be patient, guys. Just let just let Fire Emblem characters have this one. Byleth is so cool, and and Fire Emblem, we love them. Her. As I like to say, lower back pain Byleth and also vanilla Byleth. <laughs> uh, my final my final bits on this topic of the week. Um, there was a part in there where he where Sakurai was talking. He was all like, oh, and apparently we're the highest selling fighting game of all time. He's like, I don't really consider this a fighting game. But he's like, he was basically like, suck on that Street Fighter 2. And it's like, <laughs> they... There's characters of their... They gave you characters for your game, and you're wait, telling them to eat it? Wait, he didn't say suck on that. No, street. he didn't quite put it that way, but he basically was all like, yeah, we outsold Street Fighter 2, suckers. Like, it oh, was yeah, like... the original Street Fighter Like, he really, like, smacked it home, and I'm just like, you do realize you have a... You've got Ryu in your game, right? Like, what's going on, bud? And Ken. <laughs> yeah. Ken and Ryu. Which is... Which is another character that could be in the fighter pass. Send Chun-Li over. We would love that. I would love Chun-Li. Send us Chun-Li. Send me Jury. Dude, send me Scorpion. I know that's a different game. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine that? Princess Peach being like, Peach got it. Get over here. Oh my god, that would be so... He fatality rips her spine god. out. Dude, Scorpion just pops up in every fighting game. I would love that. Like, he's the recurring fighting character in every fighting game that's not. Because he was in Injustice as well. And you could have some fun Batman with Batman for Smash. He, like, tries to rip Kirby's spine out, and he's just like, what? Like, looking around, like, what's going on? Kirby, like, eats him and, like, spits out a skeleton. It's his fatality. <laughs> that would be awesome. You could add fatalities to Smash. Oh, my God. That would be so stupid. <laughs> Jordan, do you have any closing statements, or should we wrap up this episode? Oh, just, just give him a chance, guys. Oh, just I give, mean, it's not like we have much of a choice. Just, just, just let him grow on you. Just, just let her grow on you. She's, she's such a cutie pie. Just let her, just let her do her thing, man. Just, just let her stay. Let her stay in Smash. Don't quit giving her a good, a bad time, man. That's, that's my final statement. Just, just, just give it a chance. Yep. Okay. So that's this episode, Jordan. I just want to look real quick. There's a game coming out either this week or next week that I'm kind of excited about and will be playing and reporting to everyone. Let my launcher here for Battle.net load up. Oh, Oh, yeah. So Warcraft 3 comes out next week, so I guess we'll have one more podcast before then. But I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping I'm going to keep working through Kakarot. My goal goal this year, I want to beat games I get. Good. So I'll have Kakarot and Warcraft 3. Um, and then, more interestingly enough, so, since I'm going to try to cut back on spending, like if I want to buy a game like Last of Us 2 that I will for sure you got to beat the other games. I've got, well, or something similar. Like in the yeah. case of Last of Us, I've beaten Last of Us, so I need to finish my Sony first party game, so I need to finish Horizon and God of War before I pick up Last of Us 2. You have Horizon? Yeah. Oh. I've got it for like ten bucks on Super Sale. That's interesting. Yeah. I've always wanted another another segue. I played Monster Hunter, and they had a, a Horizon Zero Dawn. They have they've had two crossovers with Horizon Zero Dawn, where you get to play as the main character and have like bows and, and stuff like that and fight the monsters. And I kind of want to play the Horizon Zero Dawn because of it. Good for Capcom. They've had such a good. They've had Capcom's such a resurgence. Rocking it, yeah. Like, between their because. They've, they've had a game like Monster Hunter that is making them lots of money. And then, like, when they are remaking their games, they're not just, like, pooping Polishing out crappy remakes. Yeah. They're, like, making full-blown polished games. Or in the case of Mega Man, 
they're putting collections together that have a bunch of extra stuff like artwork and soundtracks and stuff to listen to. Like, they're putting love and care into this stuff. Good for them. Good for Capcom, man. Winners of the winners of the year. Capcom, PC Gaming, Nintendo. That's what I'm naming it. And Brotaku. And Brotaku. Had a great couple of months. Yeah, you know, and we're already at episode 12. Realistically, if we never missed a week, we'd be at 14 already. So... Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with how things are going. It is nice. It doesn't even seem like 12, honestly. We, we've got a new video plan thought up. I was with my mom today, so I didn't have a chance to give it a test run. So maybe next week. Um, if that works out, you might be able to we'll post. You might be able to watch us record the show live. The only warning with that is I won't be able to bleep swears. So Nope, it'll be raw. It'll be raw. <laughs> we'll try not to swear, but every once in a while something slips out. But It's raw. Nothing too bad usually. Mm-hmm. And if we know it's bad, usually I like pre-plan it anyway. Like, you know, like if I drop an F-bomb, I'm already writing it down before <laughs> yeah. I say it. It's so. preemptive. We're like, <laughs> I need a cuss for this, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Until next time, I'm Aaron. I'm Jordan. Bye.